I guess we're gonna go K-pop. <laughs> Everybody, hello, and welcome to We Seen It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on the movies, TV, and entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev, and returning to the podcast again is Josh. Konnichiwa! Konnichiwa! Ohayo gozaimasu! <laughs> to get in with that uh, K-pop uh, music, yeah. Konnichiwa and ohayo gozaimasu. K-pop music as our intro. <laughs> I mean, um... And lo-fi. I'm a like, fan of K-pop. We have K-pop playing, and Josh decided to go Japanese yeah. with his intro. <laughs> I I love their culture. Let me just go in that straight. I have I drive a Nissan Altima. Okay, I've loved Skylines since I played them the first time on uh, what was that the video game? The uh, Gran Turismo. Gran no, Gran Turismo, oh. man. When the fucking Skyline was un- unknown, and it was just like a silver or blue bullet thing. That's it. Love Fast and Furious really uh, put Skyline out there, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know what a Skyline it. was until I saw Fast and Furious. Yeah. I, I, only Skyline I was thinking about is City. You know, what I mean, City Skylines. I never thought about. It. I don't even think about it nowadays because I'm not really good with cars. Ah, okay. But yeah, man, that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I think it did. Fast and Furious put a 100%. lot of cars 100%. in my purview because it revived the watching, car industry, man. I just remember watching that movie and leaving the movie theaters and there was just like, I just remember there was a lot of loud, there was a lot of fucking loud cars after that goddamn movie came out. And they're still around today. Yeah. Okay. And that's nice. No, it's not. (laughs) But yo, no, the cars that we're hearing now, I don't think they're souped up. I think they just have like their exhaust. (laughs) The mufflers. Yeah, Yeah. those shits are just like, it's just loud for no fucking reason. Yeah, but you know, do you? Do you enjoy it? Enjoy, yeah. It. Enjoy being young, but not at six o'clock in the morning. I hear it all the time too. Mm-hmm. So is everybody else in America? Yeah, it's good. Thank you, Need for Speed. I wonder how how does uh, these cars sound in England? Hey, white. <laughs> no, I don't know what I'm talking about. But let's get on to the topics, yo. I have a confession to make. After a person who said that uh, they'll never want to watch Euphoria and uh, Stranger Things is uh, a better a better series than Euphoria, I was uh, forced financial obligation to watch Euphoria this week, and I have to say that it's a pretty goddamn good show. That show is really fucking good. It you is. heard it here first, folks. It's, it's, I was. Pat approved. I was enchanted by the characters, the character development, uh, the backstories of each character. I love the whole thing about like, you are just, you, you dive in head first into the story of uh, the, our protagonist played by Zendaya. And you find out each character 
you find out about each character later on by uh, their POVs. Mm-hmm. Like you real you really realize that everybody in this whole fucking town, they're all victims of something that happened to them previously. Right. And you want to root for everybody. Yeah. You know, but there's just certain people that you want to root for more than others. Like uh, Zendaya's character. It's like I get pissed off when she keeps on fucking relapsing. But the way that she's taking these relapse and I know it's like, oh, I relapsed again. It's like it pisses you off a little bit. But, you know, it's it's a very true um, take on the uh, road of addiction Mm -hmm. right, and getting clean. Mm -hmm. Like because this whole concept of like, yo, I quit it once and that was it. It's done. It's like if you were actually determined and you really know somebody that really Bro, struggled with that like shit. like 60 days clean. It's an ongoing, yeah. dude, it's an ongoing struggle. Ongoing, that the, 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 the battle of, of addiction and not wanting to succumb to the previous you, right? Because mm-hmm. that's really what everybody's fighting. It's that, it's that urge to just go back to the thing that's so familiar. And another you know? thing is that you find out that uh, like later on in the first season, because I already passed the first season. I'm in the, the next two seasons of it. Found out that later on that uh, her Sherpa or the person who's supposed to be guiding her, that that guy, that he told her that what's like he asked her a question. Says, oh, so you're in the jewels. What's going to happen when, uh, you know, like this thing right here that you guys have, like it goes away. What happened if, you know, because she tells she's you, leaning on her right that's now. That's the thing. It's like you left one addiction for another. And I remember uh, when I was working retail and uh, somebody who I was working with, they went through like AA meeting because, you know, they were addicted to uh, drugs and stuff like that. And they told me that what AA does is that it, it, it basically makes you want you, you, you drop drugs and the opposite of what, what you pick up. Your addiction, your new addiction is like religion. And going to AA meetings and doing all the other kind of stuff and taking right. care of other people. And that's what AA does. And it's like, even even then when I heard it, I'm like, damn, that's bad because you're not a normal person. But I'm thinking like, yo, Pat, there's no such thing as fucking normal. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is this is the only way that they can go through in life. Like, they're, they're never going to be able to just, like, be regular people and just walk about and just think like, okay, like their right. biggest problem is that they don't want to get hooked back onto the same thing that might kill them next time they get hooked. So finding religion, finding a higher power, but I don't even think their best Zendaya thing. is really at that level. Well, of she's like agnostic in this show. I need to get off this because the next time I might do it, I might die. I don't think she's there yet. I don't well, think she, she almost she almost died in season two in the beginning when she was at the the New Year's Eve party. She almost dies most, <laughs> most of the, <laughs> the whole series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She almost uh, when the when the guy was like, "Oh, what happened?" And she said, "Oh, I'm having a heart failure or something like." Because you know he pulled out his phone and he does the time, and I guess her heart rate wasn't high enough. Says, mm. Then uh, goes on to say, "Oh, all I need is." Uh, uh, I forgot what uh what pill that she crushed and she snorted. I forgot what pill it was, but then her heart rate started to come back. And to me, being somebody who doesn't do like uh like heavy drugs, um, that was a bad time to take a break. But <laughs> as somebody who doesn't do heavy drugs, I don't. That shit was fucking like. He doesn't, y'all. Straight up, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I don't do any life. of that stuff. But to me, it was like, yo, the fact that they know how to counteract them dying in that moment 
is fucking ridiculous. That's just it's signs of true addicts. And these so fucking true, people are like, supposed to be This is what I need to teenagers. get out of this. Yeah. yeah, these people are supposed to be fucking teenagers. Yeah. And you, I totally forget that as I'm watching it. Like, oh, these these people are teenagers. Because I'm, I'm thinking that this, you know, this shit is just like a whole bunch of adults in college and stuff like that. Nah, nah, these motherfuckers are teenagers in high school going through this kind of shit. Right. And it's like they know so much that these motherfuckers could possibly be like doctors or pharmacists at least because they know so much about drugs. Well, you know, I'm sure some of them probably will end up becoming pharmacists. Or nurses. Or I don't nurses. Know. I think if you have any kind Roundabout of like Roundabout way of getting thing. closer to the thing that you're trying to get constantly. Mm-hmm. Maybe you might get some... You know, some leeway into some drugs or whatever. I'm sure that's probably a possibility. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a very honest as far as Zendaya's story. Yeah. It's honest as fuck. Like that's the one thing I will say that it was like that's wow, and it's nice. That's the, the visuals breath, for this show. I remember people were talking about it for season two. I haven't seen the whole thing in season two. I'm I'm on the halfway through episode two of season two, but so far the visuals on season one were fucking awesome. When Jules was, uh, it, it still it weirds me out to see people ride bikes. But when she was riding bikes through this fucking area through the trees and you only see this one spotlight that's on her, fucking love it. There's so many silhouette shots in this fucking show. It's fucking amazing. You don't understand the homework <laughs> I'm going to have to do of finding all this old footage of Pat crashing <laughs> on Euphoria <laughs> and cutting to those clips. It um, is fucking But do you amazing. understand why they have all these different shots and everything, right? It's because they're on the fucking drug when it yeah. gets all nice and everything. It's no, not Jules. Jules doesn't do, like, heavy drugs. She doesn't do that kind of stuff. I don't know. Uh, out of everybody in the out of everybody in the show, Pat needs to finish you, season you two. Finished. Pat needs oh, to finish Lord, season don't do two. Don't do that to her. Don't do that to her. Out of everybody in the show, two. she seems like she's the most like I know. Pixar character I know. out of every motherfucker in the show. No, not more than Judd Apatow's daughter. Maude Apatow <laughs> oh, yeah. is definitely. No, nah, but Maude Apatow got problems. She's the one. Yeah, but she's, she doesn't do drugs though. No, she she's doesn't that do little drugs, short thing from but, The Incredibles. That little uh, the stylist. That's who their character reminds me of. Stylist. Out of everybody, Judd uh, <laughs> Apatow's daughter, Maude Apatow, I think she is she is like, what, what, what do they call somebody who's just like a, a, a scribe? She, that's all she does. She just, she she sits in the background. She's taking notes. She's, she's taking notes. That's exactly what she is. She's, she's a fucking scribe. Wall and just looking at it from an outside just perspective. Watching. But watching you're going to understand what her perspective is at the end of season two when she actually Yo, does it's fucking, initiate her play. It's fucking brilliant. It's, and then you're going to have a totally take but, on her again. No, but she has a, does she have a thing for, for my boy? Um... She has you're a thing gonna... for my boy, dog. What's, what's, his, what's my dude's name, man? <laughs> the drug dealer. She has oh, a thing yeah, for yeah, yeah. Uh, Fesco. Yep. She has a thing because, yo, I, I like the fact a that cool she's a fucking character, man. Zero experience, no acting required. When they offered him, when they um, offered him the role, he thought it was a scam. He didn't know it was like this was like a real thing. Not they were like, real? no, no, no. We want to offer you a role on this HBO show, and he thought that it was a scam. He didn't believe it because he was like. I don't. I'm not an actor. What the fuck? Like, what is this? What oh, the fuck so is this is him on? being yeah. genuine. Yeah, that's, that's just that him is him. Where's this motherfucker from, bro? He seemed like yo. I'm gonna. Let's. What do you? Where I think he's from? I think he's from Florida. Damn. What do you think? That's where you're going with that. I was thinking more like Illinois, Ohio. Illinois, Ohio. Of, uh, this dude is Michigan from type. Oakland, California. Damn. I can see that. I can Oakland. definitely see that. <laughs> A coasty. 
I could definitely like, hear I, it. Like, I think he naturally says jit in his sentence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, for sure, all of his lines, they would just say, hey, this is where what we want you to say, but you figure out how to get to that point. <laughs> I don't think, because his shit is, it seems natural as fuck. Like, I don't think, yeah. like you said, he's not playing a character. He's just being him reading lines. Yeah. Right? And <laughs> what do you know think of his whole household? It's like. What do you well, think of his whole household, man? Oh, like of, um, <laughs> like his upbringing? Oh, his no, whole no, like, fucking it, house, like man. Like in the, in the, his you're talking about real life or on the no, show? No, no, I mean in, in the show. In on the show, show man. His little brother. What do you think of all of them? What do you think? They're getting that's, some no, that's shit. not even his real brother. That's like. Well, I mean, you know, let me take that back. That is his real brother because he saw the kid was magically in his fucking living room. Did you did you see the story of how he got the name Ashtray? Oh, you haven't got to that episode. No, I, Damn, I did man. get to that episode. That was like <clears throat> that was like a during his uh, upbringing, right? No, no, that he, wasn't. He was eating cigarette butts. He was eating cig, and that's how they gave him the name Ashtray. Ashtray? Yeah. That yo, that little kid is a menace, bro. That you, motherfucker. You're telling me. Yo, somebody. You haven't finished it. Patrick, he needs to need be to a vigilante, bro. Because the way that he would be, he'd be lurking in the other fucking room like a fucking alligator or Batman perched up on a fucking hill, dog, just like this. Yo, just it's crazy. Him. If you ever watch The Departed, you uh. have Jack Nicholson's character, and then you remember his right hand man. Mm. Yes. Like, that's that's ashtray. Like, the fact that he just sits there and is watching the, the, the other person, like, I'm going to watch Just waiting for the movie. go. Bro. He's waiting for the acknowledgement to go. Not even for the, the go, now. dog. He's waiting for shit to just go south. Or he, if he feels like it goes south, because the way that he killed that, uh, what's that dude, Marcus, I think? Yeah. Yeah. The way that he killed that motherfucker, dog, it was like, Brutal. I thought things were going, I thought, oh, things are going gonna good. It's going to get smoothed out. Yeah, they're going to be I know separated. that he has a gun, but it seemed like he's just going to put that gun away and everything no. will be good. Nope. You can actually watch on YouTube mm. the different takes that they did of that scene when he jumps off of the couch and stabs Superman. the guy. Like, he's Superman punched this dude with a the hammer, bro. In real life. He's a gymnast. I believe that 100%, yeah. man. Yeah, he's a gymnast. Wasn't he in a movie that we might have seen recently? He was in a movie. Probably. No, man. He was on the fucking Umbrella Academy oh, as go. the son of uh, the guy and the knife guy. No, that dude was Spanish. That kid was Spanish from uh, Umbrella this kid's Academy. Oh, that is it's the same kid, man. Yep, he was in Umbrella Academy. Yeah, that man. is the same kid. He was kid. The, the supposed son of uh, Diego. And he yeah. Has a, I believe he has a twin brother or something. Shit, it might have been a twin brother. That makes sense because he, but he's, he's under 100% age and... a fucking gymnast, man. 100%. The way his, Javon his Walton, posture, everything that he does, it's all like body structure is 100%. And like everything's he's calculated. Yeah, 100%. He plays that part fucking perfect. It's a Patrick kid, and. Listen, you need to finish season two. You need to okay? finish it, bro. Oh my Anybody god! Anybody that hasn't finished season two and you're like, ah, I'm a, you need to finish it. You know, it as I was watching so season two, good. did you ever see the the holiday special? They did a holiday um, special in between both seasons. I haven't watched one. any of those. So HBO so just got me right to season two. It, it was two special episodes to so that you could see what happened in between season one and season two. One episode is focused on Jules. Uh, the other episode is focused on Rue. Rue's episode, Zendaya's episode, dude, it, it's her and uh, her sponsor mm-hmm. um, talking going in a diner. It? And like, the whole episode is just literally dialogue of them going back and forth as they're sitting in a diner. Holy and shit. it's so, it's honestly like one of the best things. Like that dialogue yeah, should have just been an Emmy Award winning. The main thing. reason I love this fucking show is because one, they're showing you a totally different take than most other like addiction shows have shown about addiction. And they're giving you like these little like specks of actually what AA is mostly like. It's literally you 
uh, it's like testifying to mm-hmm. somebody else about all your fucked up everything and like just like shedding this shell. And like the reason why it's so important for you to be 100% with this, your sponsor, right, is because they're the ones that you're relying on to get you not to revert back to the shithead you were mm-hmm. doing all the fucking drugs, not being accountable, being unavailable, all that shit, you know, so... It, I fucking I love the show for that one reason. When I uh, was surprised watching it, I was like, "All right, all right, I'll stay. I'll watch the rest of this. I'll go week to week watching this shit." That's because it's a fucking thing that it was week to week. It that's wasn't the all thing one that, uh, season. That's ever. upsetting me because I don't. That's why I didn't want to finish it because I'm like, "Oh damn!" Because I'm gonna have to wait another fucking year yep. for the next season. I don't of think this it's a shit. whole year. When are they gonna release it? June? I think it's next year. Next year, so you see, I'm gonna have to wait a whole fucking year. I just caught up to. I'm 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 not caught up completely because I still have a second season, but so far, man, I'm like I'm I'm heavily invested. So for me to like to have to wait a fucking year and then I'm have to go week to week, it's gonna hurt a little bit. Another reason why it's probably gonna take long is because um, so Barbie Ferreira who plays Cat, she was the girl that was the that became like a webcam girl. Yeah. She's no longer on the show. Supposedly, she clashed with the the creator of the show and the director. Yeah, multiple times they were like having you know all, a lot of confrontations and. So um, the the, the what do you so think, they had to find uh, a way to write her off. The what show. do you think might have been the 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 crux? Well, what do you well, think might have been the crux? The, they said that the director has uh, or the screenwriter. They said that he has a way of like in order to get the emotion out of you, he'll yell at you and do this kind of stuff. He has that uh, Coppola. Uh, way of fucking like Coppola or, or Kubrick? Kubrick, Kubrick way yeah. of fucking uh, Being getting piece of shit pulling out to try the, to get the some emotion. yeah he'll do that kind of shit. Which <sighs> to me it's like I don't agree with I that just, tactic. I want to see a set that has that kind of director and a method actor in the same situation. I want to like, see that kind of explosion. <laughs> Let me ask you, what was your opinion on have you have you seen Elliot yet? The introduction of Elliot, the guy that with the tattoo. Yeah, that yeah yeah he's well, in episode two. Like, do you think he's an enabler or <laughs> he's just doing his old thing and they're they're just? Nah, I think this. I think he is an enabler because something's wrong with him. Because when um, when Rue went to the bathroom and then he came, she came back out. They were already making out. Jules and and uh, what you call? They were making out and then you know they stopped and then he said, "Oh, I got to go to the bathroom too." There was, there was, she, she gave him a little line, a courtesy line, which is like, I guess in a, in, in a dope community, that's pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? And he just blew it away. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is going on? I think he just wants to watch this shit burn. Something that he just wants to involve himself into this relationship. I'm not a fan of what he's doing. Uh, I'm not even a fan of how he makes money. He just put, he just put stems out there. On the internet, people just buy systems. That's how he got his own house and shit. A lot of people do that. That's a, that's a career thing now. But he got a full blown house, right? Was a stem? Was that just so? The, like he's creating instrument uh, tracks to so songs like he'll that already create exist. a drum track. He'll create a guitar line, a bass line, whatever, yeah. and then he just sells those, and then producers will buy them to make their songs. Yeah, like there's a there's a point in the that's in the TV smart. show. It's actually pretty, really smart. There's yeah. a point in the TV show <laughs> that you smart. see him like playing music and Rue was right there and then you see him on the guitar. There's music being played while he's over here playing music to that music. Like he's adding to it. So that's something that he's going to sell. Yeah. I mean, you know, we He's a musician, Patrick. He he is an enabler, but it's like I'm not sure if they're going to give him a backstory or anything, but 
it's not like he wanted to be in this situation because the things that he did were pretty like, all right. He seems like he's an okay dude because when Rue did have her, uh, when she was about to cardiac arrest or something like that, he did help her. He could have just left because in that same fucking episode. What about the times in which he's offering her drugs knowing that she's trying to, she should be trying to go. Well, I think it's his, that's, that's, that's the the other thing. He's good and he's also bad because that shit is like. He's got to hustle. He's like, he's willing to, he said, yo, I'm willing to like help you if you're going to die in front of me. But if you're going to, if you're going to die somewhere else, fuck you. I don't care. I don't give a fuck kind of shit, which is like, it hurts. Well, like, think of it as a dealer perspective to his client. Like, I don't want you to go anybody else. So why don't you just hang out with me and buy my shit? And I'll make sure you won't die. Yeah, you see, man, there's a lot of things that I want to talk about, man. Like that Maddie girl, the Maddie Perez, right? Mm-hmm. That episode, the first episode coming back when they were at the New Year's mm-hmm. Eve party. When they had the New Year's <laughs> Eve party. And uh, Sydney Sweeney, who's uh, Cassie, was making out with... Uh, Nate. For those who haven't watched this show, <laughs> quite literally all the characters make out with each other oh, everybody's at some getting it point in. during the series. Everybody's getting it in, bro. You know, you know, this funny, is, the, this is was, like Flanagan High of sexual, bro. like all a fucking, uh, 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 what is the uh, chlamydia? This needs to be introduced nah. at once. Uh-uh. And that little bug is going to circle all these fucked up circles. For like for eternity, because all these people are mixing. Bro, and yeah, I, put I feel out like this is the world. Fuck that... you, Flanagan, MacArthur, hi, bitch. What up? I feel like this this what world, this is a world where uh, STDs and stuff like that don't really exist because they haven't introduced it into this world. So this is a world like opposite of STDs and shit like that. And on top of that, it's like people <laughs> are just STDs. people, Bro. people, people are people are just sleeping with each other. They're not sleeping outside of the group. It's, it's like a different type of disease. Yeah, <laughs> mono. Yeah, and but but the thing is that just that mono. got me was uh when they were in the bathroom making out right, and they were about to get to like whatever base I don't know. They're they were about he was about to take that shit home, as far as I know. He was about to take that shit home, and then. Uh, Somebody's knocking on the door. You find out that it was uh, that it was Maddie. Yo, I was like, holy shit! What doing the fuck's what? Gonna what was I Maddie doing? Say, I think this in the history of this <laughs> podcast. This is the most I've ever heard Pat talk about a TV show. And this is not only a regular TV. This is like a soap opera, bro. He's soap uncovered opera. so much in these past couple minutes. <laughs> I've never heard him go this deep. Yo, because it's intriguing as fuck, yo, right? Because th- I'm getting, I'm, I'm kind of getting paid to watch this shit, right? But I'm, I'm really. <laughs> No, no, because, okay, here's the thing. Like, I'm getting paid to watch uh, certain movies and certain TV shows, right? And, and masturbate it, gonna, in front of No, nah, it's going to take me an abundance of time to do it. So I've been watching uh, I've been watching clips of, uh, what you call it, Hobbs versus Hobbs and Shaw, uh, Iron Man, Spider-Man, all these other kind of stuff. I've been watching all these other kind of uh, sh- uh, movies. Mm-hmm. Going through it, just trying to find, like, a scene that has, like, certain things in it. This is the only one that I've watched because, bro, I've even watched the uh, Lovecraft Country, right? And I, I watched four. I've already watched it before, so me watching it again is just re like reassuring what I what I enjoy about it. But I've only watched up to episode four because I'm like, okay, I get to watch Damn, that. When one are they gonna one. have another one of those, man? There's no more. That's it. That's a <laughs> That's fucking it. mistake, man. But this That's show right here, mistake. I wanted to save it for last because I'm like, I really don't want to watch it. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just watch it, get this shit over with, so then I can move on to the next. I've watched every episode. 
No skimming. Intently. No skimming at all, yeah, bro. I've watched every episode from season one. Like 90210 what? Bro, this show is like this fucking, fucking it is. I'm thinking about this show when I'm over here going to the bathroom. I'm like, damn, this shit is nuts. I'm like, where can I be in this fucking school? If I was a little kid, if I was a teenager, would I be one of these popular kids? I'm like, nah, probably not. I'll be one of these fucking kids walking the hallways. You'd be the nerds in the background I taking notes. I wouldn't want to punch Nate in the fucking face, bro. When when Fez fucked his ass up, bro, and he was on the floor, I would have kicked him. I'm like, yeah, boom, boom. Let me get in there. Let me get in. Oh, my God. It felt so good, dog. I've we've never had, seen uh, this. I, I'm, I'm we've had Pinot Grigio. Right we it had Pinot Grigio. It was fucking the... justified. We had Pinot Grigio and that, uh, that magic shit, too. That magic mind, baby. Magic mind. You know what Ooh, I mean? Ooh. So my mind is working on all cylinders, bro. That shit is like nuts, man. Like, I can see, like, everybody here is a victim. But I'm just saying that some people who are victims in this shit need to be punched in the face, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and I'm telling you, you need to finish season two because this shit comes, man. Like, Maddie? That's the one thing I will say is pays off. All of the shit, everything yeah. that you end up going through and experiencing with these characters at the end. It pays off? Fucking pay, pays Bro, off big, man. like Maddie, I'm not saying that she needs to be punched in the face, but I would I would, I would, would pay to get a, 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 a female MMA fighter. To punch her right in the fucking face. What was what was the TV show? What was the TV show that you we were doing intimate moments with Pat? Swan you, Crossing. You talking about that? No. Oh. You, were, you were giving a whole bunch of hot takes, and then you said between Euphoria and another show, it was Stranger Things. And Stranger. It was Stranger Things. So, do you still believe Stranger Things is the better show? Still, I think it's. Nah, I see what you're talking about. You I think you can't they're in two them. different genres. I, I think you can't compare them. I think that's a hundred percent. There's no do way it. they're in two. I can't do it. Opposite hemispheres of entertainment and uh, psyche. Stranger Things 100%. is fun to watch. It's really fun to watch, and I get involved in the drama. But it's like Stranger Things is like the drama is, isn't interpersonal. It's, it's like movie it's quality. Fucking, it's movie quality drama. Like. You know that the situation, whatever is going to get solved, it's going to get solved by the end of the episode or it's just going to go through. It's seamless. It's like it just happens. But Euphoria is is I feel like it's is more based in reality than Stranger Things is. So this thing is like it's so drama intense that you're watching it and you're like, man, I don't even know if this motherfucker is going to live by the end of the day. Because they were talking about killing people. Mm-hmm. Remember uh, that dude Fe- of Fesco? I think I said his name, though, because that shit sounded like a gas station. <laughs> but that motherfucker, he was talking about, he said, yo, you keep on messing with Rue and uh, uh, Jules. He calls her Jules. Yeah. Uh, he said, you keep on messing with her, and I, I will kill you kind of shit. And that dude, Nate, he took that shit in stride. He took that shit better than- He didn't give a fuck. Yeah, than anybody who I would have seen done that. I'm like, God damn. He said that shit. And that it seemed like somebody is going to die. I have a feeling like somebody's going to die in this show. <laughs> I just hope that it's not. These are the people who I don't want to die in this show. Fez, Ashtray, uh, Jules, Casey, Zendaya can die. I don't give a fuck. Um, and that's pretty much it. And you know what? And Zendaya's sister, Gaia. Those are the only people who I don't want to die, yo. Everybody else, they can kick the bucket. Fuck it. 
I won't be hurt. But if any you of those people die, man, two, I'm hurt, man. bro. I can't wait. Are, wait, are any of those people going to die? I don't know. Uh, you definitely need to finish season two. Tell me, and bro. I hope tell me now. 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 Or listening dog. to this. Also, tell take me now, the, dog. Take the notion. <laughs> go through all of Euphoria. Finish it. It's a phenomenal show. Watch it with no kids underage. Like you need to watch it like either by yourself oh, or with. Bro, uh, I had the volume kicked up to a hundred, bro. Uh, it's not Those a morning got to the point when Zendaya actually does try to become a, a drug dealer herself. Yeah, I just got to yeah when uh, the, she went to go talk suitcase. to that that suitcase suitcase lady, which by far out of all the drug dealers in history of movies and TV show, she has to be the. Out of their drug dealer I've ever seen in my life. Because I keep on trying to compare her. I'm like, yo, she is like, it's like she's like she just, she's not there. I don't know what fucking planet she's on, but she's not on Earth. Because she is like, yeah, okay. Nah, but I she knows exactly what she's oh, doing. She knows like, she's doing. You saw when she, what she did to Zendaya? When she threatened? No, I, I saw when she when she threatened Zendaya saying, uh, he says, if you don't, if you don't give me my money, I will sell you to bad people. I will traffic you to bad people. And... Uh, I get my money regardless. Doesn't matter. And I was like, I can't wait for you to finish this. Season. Does she do that to Zendaya? She you won't do that to Zendaya. finish the season. She keeps her promise. <laughs> she traffics her. This show is phenomenal. She traffics I, Zendaya. Wait, I does the drug dealer gonna... thing not work? Bro, you have a drug addict who promises to be a drug dealer. What do you think she's going to do with those drugs? Very, very beautiful she's a drug, drug addict. addict. A, a I gorgeous known. I should have known addict. because the reason why gorgeous. she wanted to be a drug dealer is because she said that now I shouldn't not, be paying for this. Now it's so not how entirely, can I get this for free? It's not entirely her fault. No. She relapses again. Her yes. mom finds the drugs and gets rid of them. Yep. And then she goes, where are the drugs that were in that briefcase? She goes, look, I was trying to help you. I got rid of it. It's and actually goes, something no, that happens to a lot of people. And that's she's scenario. Like, she's like, you don't that's... realize, like, that didn't belong to me. I was supposed to, like, sell all yeah. that. Shouldn't belong. And she goes back to talk to the woman, like, look, I'm so sorry. You know, this <laughs> happened or whatever. And the woman's like, no, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, she goes, I, I, I can see there's something wrong with you. Are, are, do you want something? And then she's like, well, do you have any pills? She's like, no, nah, I don't have any pills. I do have this other drug, though, but you got to take it through the vein. And then the woman steps out of shot, opens up her, her stash. Bro, she's got nothing but pills. So she was lying to her. Takes out a needle, gives her morphine. That's it. Game over, dude. And when you, bro, when you're high on morphine, yo, someone could come in and rape you and you won't even, like, react to it. And that's the thing, bro. She wakes up mm-hmm. and... She sees like all the needle holes on her arm. It's like are, are all so it wasn't infected. one time. So there was there's a theory that yo she's been there for a while. Yep, she's been there for a while, and they've been raping her and running trains on her, and she hasn't been able to like react. She finally escapes, gets home, and the way her mom reacts when she gets home, it's almost like yo has she been gone for days? Like there's that question in your mind, like did this happen in one night or has this been going on for a while? Like mm-hmm. she's been gone for days, just. People running trains on her, like it's been days. Now I want the mom to die, bro. (laughs) (laughs) See, look at me. I'm fucked up because I'm over here thinking like the mom is trying to do a good. She did a good thing, but she did a bad thing, bro. Beginning, everybody's a victim. Every single fucking person's a victim of a victim of a victim of a victim. Which you know the the shit, dude. I swear to you, when you finish season two, you're gonna be like, because it is fucking phenomenal. It's It's so fucking fucking good. And even the last fucking episode. Still, it's like, 
like there was phenomenal. there was some conversations there was some conversation that was going on finish it because you're like now I have to wait months to like that people were saying like could this have been could this story have been told through an eyes of like an adults because all these actors are like 25 plus or maybe like 21 up say could this story have been told through the eyes of like a college or something like that but I don't think it could have because I don't I think the the close the closeness and the proximity that people are in high school and the the close world that you get while you're in high school it's like a fucking uh what they call it an ecosystem all by itself like I'm not sure of any anybody on Discovery Channel or anything, but you can do like a study on how just like social structure and everything works in high school. And you can see that, bro, this is its own society all by itself. They got their little cliques. They got their hierarchy. They got all the other kind of shit. And I could see that happening in high school, but I don't see it happening in uh, any other place like college or any of that kind of shit. Maybe there is, but not to this fucking extent. And I think the 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 landscape of what they picked in high school. Uh, who's the sh- fucking showrunner? What's this guy's name? Um, I think that if it was held in college, uh, it probably wouldn't be as believable. I think too many people might have gotten too many people would probably weigh on it negatively. Like this isn't an accurate depiction of what college is. Yeah, but this uh, is not an accurate depiction of what high school is either. No, but, it's an accurate depiction of what trauma and reoccurring bad habits and bad choices are like what happened. But the reason why it's like it's a not appealing, but the reason why you accept it is because it's not for kids. It's not for high schoolers. It's for adults watching like what technically adults fucking do because all the choices these kids do, these are adult choices. Like don't confuse yourself saying, oh, if they had a little more experience, they would make a different choice. No. All these people would probably, whether an adult or a fucking child, like a teenager, they would probably made the same choices because it's just characters. And like, if you really think about it, the fucking choices they make, like, oh, goddamn, I can't tell you. I can't tell him about uh, the dad perspective on any of it. Bro, there's a lot of missing dads in this shit. In no, this situation, there, there's bro. a there's a lot of shit that you have. And the one dad that's not yet. missing. That motherfucker's got problems too. He's got mad problems. You have the, <laughs> He's got you don't fucking bad you're problems. You're not even on the iceberg of it. No, I, I saw. I already saw like his whole thing about like they. I saw his back his backstory while when he was a little kid, mm. and then his uh, his girlfriend at the time uh, she got pregnant, and this dude started crying, and I was like, damn, that's mm. fucked up. But then his father was abusive to him, mm-hmm. and um, abusive how? I think it was just like uh, parental abuse. No. Okay. Like, yeah. I think it was just like, you know, you got to do, you got to be strong kind of shit. Mm. Like how he is to his son. Like you got to, because it was a conversation that he had with not his son, but he was talking to other people saying, he was talking to the other dude, the the his son's best friend who went on to college. Mm. It happened in season one. Then I saw this earlier in the week and it was something along the lines of, uh, he said, yeah, you, he, said, he, said, he said, you know, you know, you're a leader. But people won't follow you. And the things that he was saying, it was like something that, damn, man, you shouldn't be saying this to this dude. You should be really encouraging him because he's going on to college. But the things that you're saying is saying that he's not going to amount to anything. He said, even though you have it in you, you're not going to amount to anything because you're you kind of shit. And it's like, God damn, bro. It's almost like he doesn't want him to leave. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? And, bro, that shit, you could tell that that shit, it stuck with him, bro. It stuck with him. Oh, it's going to, a lot of stuff's going to stick with him, Pat. Isn't that right, audience? A lot of stuff's gonna stick with that gentleman. <laughs> Kevin. 
<laughs> Sam Levinson. You need to finish I it, think, man. I think the dude's name is you, Sam you Levinson. That's it. the guy's name. It's Sam phenomenal. Levinson, it's yeah. a phenomenal and, story. And, and this is a remake. This is not an original show. Yeah, this but this is... show was totally different from the the other show that uh that he remade. That that's a remake of. But um yeah, this dude has done a lot of shit. Um Another Happy Day Assassination Nation. Malcolm and Marie. Everybody knows about that shit. That was the show, he, that was that movie that was on uh, Netflix, Black and White, when it was he, just an argument. Yeah. He also wrote uh, Wizard of Lies, uh, which if you ever have a chance, please Wizard watch it. Wizard of Eyes? Wizard of Lies oh, on Wizard HBO, which is basically the, um, the, the docudrama on Bernie Madoff. He wrote it. His father, Barry Levinson, who's a very famous director, directed the the movie straight to the HBO movie. Um, please watch it. It's really good. Robert De Niro plays Bernie Madoff. And it's it, it, it's basically those last couple months leading up to the discovery of him being the um, the most infamous criminal in U.S. history. Like he stole more money than any other criminal in history it's in the billions that he stole oh fucking awesome that shit is nuts man and this it's guy. really good it's very well written this, but i i don't know man I'm, I'm trying to understand this guy i know that uh um they were talking about him last year when uh you know euphoria season two came out and they were saying like how how is it that he's able to like tap into something that's so real you know doing with drugs stuff like that and find out that no this dude has he's a recovering uh drug addict so it's like oh okay of course, of course. <laughs> that's where the honesty comes from yeah. that, 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 it, so would you agree that like within the show you're seeing 100 percent honest takes on a lot of the but i think he's too problems. close to it even though his closeness his closeness to the the story and the in the in the source is making it hard for actors because that's why we have Barbara, who's uh, taken off. Right. Like, she's not going to be a part of it because she's over here upset that this motherfucker is like, no, you're not doing it right. Because this dude is so fucking close to it. That's why it's always a thing. Because he's it, what happens is that the only way you can get this honest um, approach or, like, like view of a person is because mm. you have to, like, drug he's, acts, they have he trauma. He knows that person. It's trauma. He knows that person. You're only he knows the person who like, they want that to act. People that have trauma only recognize trauma when somebody else has had true fucking trauma do you know what i'm saying like you already know so that, like a lot of the stuff that you're watching either these people have either had trauma in the past which i'm sure the majority of the cast has because that's how you're getting all this real or they're able to pinpoint how to connect that emotion with this scene and that's maybe he's just being really hard with people that have had really peachy keen fucking lives you know like don't have a, a relative that's gone through a bunch of shit don't have any don't have any connection with any of that the subject matter that they're dealing with mm-hmm. But I have Phenomenal to admit, show. bro, like, it's well done. That that show Phenomenal. is well fucking done. And who's the director of this? Uh, Sam Levinson. Sam He's, Levinson. He, have to keep my he writes. He, the way that he writes dialogue is it's real. You you feel like yo these motherfuckers are really fucking like arguing. You don't feel like you're watching two actors argue. You you feel like you're in the middle of two people actually arguing to the point that it's like, oh, should I leave? I need to get the fuck should out of here. Yeah. I need to get the fuck out of here. Because <laughs> that 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 uh that uh sh- that movie that came out on Netflix called Malcolm and Marie, those arguments, that shit was fucking rough. It was it was rough to fucking watch. Um, what was next on the docket? 
also, yeah, before we move on from Euphoria, I want to just say that um, Sydney Sweeney, I appreciate you. I said, let's move on to the next show. That's it. I'm just going to throw that out there. I wish I could say that we should just have like 15 minutes of uh, celebration of uh, Sydney. I just, I'm just going to say that I appreciate you because I thought she was a different person. There was one thing that she did a, another uh, HBO show that she played like a, a teen that's going on a resort. And, you know, she played like... Oh, White Lotus. Yeah, White Lotus. And I thought she was going to be the same person in this show. That's a, that's another reason why I didn't want to watch Euphoria. I'm like, ah, oh, she's in this, probably playing the same old fucking like, oh, I'm I'm a prima donna and all this other kind of shit. But then you find out that oh no, this fucking glass onion got layers, bro. Yep, she does. Then you then I find out from you motherfuckers that oh no, she likes to build cars and stuff like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, what? Gotcha girl, yeah. As a, I'm like, as a real person, she likes to do that kind of stuff. She's building her own cars. And then, yo, you you put the, the nail right on the fucking head when you said, yo, she's Megan Fox in Transformers 1. In real life. In like, real life. She really is that that character. And I'm just, I'm That's thinking so about funny. that one scene when Megan Fox is over here, like, I don't know, changing the radiator or some shit like that, which you can't do without tools. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck she was doing. <laughs> but she was doing something like that in that scene. And I think they were playing I Don't Want to Close Your Eyes by Aerosmith when that scene happened in Transformers. It's, a, it's an iconic scene in Transformers. Everybody know what I'm fucking talking about. I think about. you're confusing Transformers and uh, Armageddon, <laughs> which was another Michael Bay movie. You're just, bro, that's why you know, all his movies are the same. And you can confuse all the scenes and put them all together into one movie. <laughs> that should be a skit. You just put all his movies together. It's like there's, there's an asteroid my... coming to Earth, and only Transformers, Transformers can save the Earth. This is meanwhile, meanwhile, in Bad Boys, you have Will Smith and Martin Short that are like trying to investigate the fucking Transformers. Like you could just put all these movies together. All the movies work. They work together, yo. Oh my god. Yeah, this is the scene where she's over here working on the car. And yeah, this Bad is... Boys and Miami Vice, same department, right? The Michael Bay did Miami Vice? No, that no, was uh, Michael ah, Mann. Ah, damn it. Yeah. There's another Michael. Speaking of Michael Mann, I got to recommend a book to you, Josh. What? So, you know, Michael Mann uh, created the movie Heat. Yes. You know, he just wrote the book Heat 2. Shut the fuck. And, Electric Boogaloo. And, dude, I started reading it, and it's really good. And what's really? great is that the fact that he, he he created this book after the first movie. So as I'm reading the characters, I'm picturing, like, Robert De Niro's character, Al Pacino's character, Val Kilmer's character. Is it, like, right after the original? Uh... So it takes place a day after uh, Heat 1. Whoa. If you think about shit. it, Val Kilmer's character is still alive. Mm-hmm. So... Al Pacino's character is now after him. But then throughout the, the the story, there's flashbacks to when they were all young. And you see, like, Robert De Niro's crew uh-huh. taking, you know, doing jobs down in South America and, and, and all this shit and on the border. And, and then you see also Al Pacino's character, like, you know, him coming up the ranks, being a detective and on all his own, that Doing shit. his own yeah. shit, whether they're not even And then connected. you see, like, when at one point they're all in Chicago and all, all these, like, crazy flashbacks. But... If I think if things go well, he's gonna make a sequel. Different and actors with different right? actors. You, I think it'll probably be more focused on like the prequel aspect, like okay. how they came up or whatever. But I'm cool. super excited, man! It's really good. Oh my god, I hope they make a heat too. Who do you think should play the scene? Uh, play the parts 
of uh, our iconic, uh, like, Al Pacino and um, Val Kilmer and uh, Robert De Niro. Wow. Um, I'm talking about actors nowadays. Al Pacino said in an interview that if they were to ever do... Uh, a prequel story on his character and from he that he wanted Timothy Chalamet to play. Yo, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, who's that from Dune? That kid, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. I don't think he's a kid, I think he's like 26, 27. He's a child, that is a, that is a, that is a man child. You know what? If they do get him, can we pause really quick? I just yeah. gotta change the battery. <laughs> if they do get him, well, you know, I'll say it when we come back. Uh, oh no, um, Kevin. So you just recently watched Reservation Dogs on yeah. Hulu or FX? My mistake. So what you thought? You caught up to? All I caught of it, up right? to caught up to season two, um, and I'm really loving it uh, more than season one. Season one was a great intro. It was a lot different from what I was expecting. I was expecting like straight up comedy, like right from the beginning, because again. We have this pre-notion of like, oh, if Taika Waititi is, is part of it, then it's going to be straight up comedy. And it wasn't. It was actually, you know, the, the intro of every character and the reason as to why they want to leave their environment and move to California. Now in season two, it, the, the, each person's story is really taking off and it's a lot funnier. Um, but it's also a lot a lot more emotional, a lot more deeper. Um you see individually um, them deciding whether they really do want to move to California or not. But then at the same time, they're, they're learning more about their culture and the reasons why, you know, all these like stereotypes of Indian reservations uh, come to life. I think the show is, is, is amazing. Um, the, especially this season bear. I think my, my outlook on him um, has changed completely. Alora. Um, everyone, I think, has evolved from season one. Um, I do. I love his ancestor, uh, that spirit yeah. that I think he is the best part of that show on in this season. The life lessons that he's teaching him because so on the show, one of his ancestors appears to him as like a spirit ghost giving him awesome. like life advice. OK, but it's very unconventional. Yeah. And at first <laughs> you kind of think like, oh, this guy's a fucking idiot. Like he doesn't know what he's doing as far as like the spirit ghost is. But in this season, you realize as crazy as his advice sounds, it actually is amazing advice. Like he's really he's talking to him on a real level. He calls him a little fucker and everything. But he's a warrior like he's yeah. a warrior Indian. Um, on a horseback. On horseback. <laughs> yeah. Sick as fuck. Holy um, shit. But he's great. He's fantastic. Um, I'm trying to find the, the name of the actor. You also get to see how their culture has evolved as well, too. Um, I didn't know that they actually have, like, these uh, these conferences. They have conferences between all the the tribes around the country, but it's so modernized. Like it's almost like a, you would think it was like, sponsored. you would think it was like sponsored <laughs> by Apple. Like, it, like they, they meet at this like beautiful ballroom. They have, pre, uh, everybody's in fucking suits and shit. Right. But then you also find out that it's also like a big fuck fest. Like <laughs> I, I'm going to go in my sexiest outfit. Right. I'm, I'm single. I'm trying to think hook of, up. But think about why they're doing it. It's because they have to continue their fucking culture, man. Yeah. 
you can't keep on getting diluted by all these other cultures. Oh, you talking you're about the fuckfest? You're not going to have the power that you've been hold, holding on to for yeah. fucking hundreds of years, man. That's amazing. That's so funny. They do that. That's yeah. fucking funny. I didn't. I, and they makes say sense. it's a it's a really nice resort. Um, <laughs> it's really cool, man. I I I think honestly, this season, if 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 you haven't gotten into it yet, definitely get into it. The show is definitely worth it, I, and I'm, I'm I'm excited to see what the next season is going to be about. Yeah, well, you know what? Um, online, uh, there's a lot of people who are thinking that just because the success of this show and the movie Prey, the the Predator movie, okay, that's why the Oscars wanted to apologize to the Native American woman who they uh, who they what you call it, who they were talking shit about 51 years ago. Do you remember about that? that yeah, incident? I remember. I think we actually, before you guys yeah, uh, we brought it up, we talked about it like uh, like a year or maybe more ago, where we actually watched uh, the whole thing and then they're all being a bunch of shitheads to it. And I was like, yeah, it's fucking horrible. Yeah, so now horrible. they're going to apologize. But people were feeling that it's because of the success of this show yeah. and because they found out they can make money off of their culture, right? They're gonna, yeah, they realize that. Oh, the, look, we're going to go ahead and give ourselves kudo for recognizing them. It sounds some fucking yeah, stupid shit. The people shit. Who, who were the victims are now getting the spotlight. And so you're since you're the attacker. It's like, hey, well, we can also be the hero now for acknowledging mm-hmm. your culture. It's like, no, fuck that. I think that uh, they should boycott uh, all the Oscars, even if they're like, oh, we want to celebrate you. Fuck you. I don't think any of them should show up. Yeah. Fuck the Oscars, man. Do your own thing. Do an independent circuit, whatever. Or do whatever they want to make them more money, I guess. But uh, mm-hmm. I think that would actually be fucking massively punk of them to say, fuck you. Don't <laughs> would, accept would you agree? Yeah, don't no, ag- I agree. Don't I accept agree. shit. Fuck you. Live in your fucking, your misery. But here's the thing. Fucked like, up uh, a reaction time back I then. feel fuck like you, what, what they could do is go this route. Okay, you apologize. But you, the Oscars are so big. I need you to, you can apologize, but I need you to do these things. Like, I need steps. Like, you apologize, but I need, like, there to be, like, some type of uh, agreement. Like, from here on out, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. We're going to start doing this. We're going to start doing that kind of shit. But just saying, nowadays, if you just apologize and don't do shit, nah. Especially because you're, you. you're the fucking Oscars. Yeah, I like, need you to do more than there, just apology, there, bro. There, there's so much buildup of the Oscars bullshit. Like, I'm not a fan of them at all. I love what they're celebrating, but as for the organization, they can go suck dicks. Like, I'm not a big fan of trophies and all that, right? You know, you know about that. So, you don't like trophies? I'm not a big fan of trophies or ribbons or medals. Then what do you think you should get for being number Nothing, one? Nothing. A fucking cookie, man. That is a trophy, cookie. basically. Uh, cookie, a cookie. You can, you can eat That's it. a trophy that you it can goes, eat. It goes inside you. You like things inside you. Oh, then. I like things inside you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No, uh, no, I think that if they do, they can do, I mean, whatever they're going to do. Mm. Um, but I think that would be fucking amazing. If they're like, fuck you, Oscars. We're still not going to go. And fuck your apology. Like, it was done a while ago. We've let it go. Like they, because they, they haven't even talked about it. Why would you bring up something? Because that, they're, they're what you call it. Like there's more Indians, uh, Native Americans. My mistake. It's all PR. Yeah. It's all PR. What What is popular now? How can we be part of it? Oh, uh, this show is highly successful, and it's about an Indian reservation. Well, there was that one time we did that fucked yeah. up thing. Maybe we can somehow be part of that world by. <laughs> Apologizing and then, and then exploiting fucking, the culture and making money off bro, it. Bro, it is which wild. Is like where I get like fucking mad, man. Let no. the culture exploit itself and Yo, do its, its own thing. It's fucking Let them wild. Fucking grow. They did all that, this on their own, man. That you told me that it was all 
like all Native Americans or Indians or whatever the political correct term is for calling people, the first peoples. Indigenous. Indigenous. It was all them, right? You told yeah. me that it was all. Let them fucking continue with that steam, man. Continue fucking growing. Don't let it be like taken no, over and controlled. The thing man. that I find that's, I think that's crazy about it is like, just think about like if you're somebody who got beat up a lot, right? And yeah. then you grow up to be like something, something like big, something important. And the person who would beat you up say, hey, remember that time that I beat you up? Let me, let's take a picture. That's basically what the Oscars are doing now. It's like, oh, yeah, oh shit, yeah, you guys are yeah, so big right now. <laughs> you remember that time that we were dissing y'all on it? <laughs> that shit was wild, right? <laughs> hey, we're sorry about it, but by the way, the Oscars are on. Like where February where is? Were, da, da, da. <laughs> where were they with the apology when all of like the fucking football teams and all these sports teams were like, hey? We can't use that logo or that name anymore. It's not appropriate. They were silent as fuck. And now all of a sudden, because they're going to make some buco money because they know the first people's nation or indigenous people, they're going to make all this money. We need to get on that train. We need to make sure we stay current. We stay in the fucking talking points, man. No, I'm not not with that. But, uh, you know, great that they're getting an acknowledgement and that it's a fucking good show. That's that's fucking awesome. I can't wait to watch it, man. I'm going to get that Hulu uh, and I'm going to watch that shit because I love... Especially because you said they they also do like a little bit of uh, into their culture, like how yeah you get to oh, see yeah, how they celebrate uh, like seminars and stuff or not know, seminars uh, but like um, like one of the characters her grandmother's passing and they it's an entire celebration but it's crazy because like you know how we have wakes you know like mm. oh okay the person already passed we have the funeral service now we're gonna have like this little get together we're gonna you know eat some food or whatever. Yo, they're doing it as the, the person, person is, is still alive yeah. and like passing away in the other room. That's fucking awesome. Is that's it? yeah, man. It's terrifying. Because you're able and to go it, in there and say, I love you. And like fucking they witness peace it. Be like the they, journey. they actually yeah. go into the room and they're singing songs as the person is like on their last breaths. Oh, my fucking my heart grows for that. I want yeah. that, man. You guys sing an ACDC. Highway to heaven. <laughs> that's what you want, bro? Wait, where am I? I'm not going to see you guys in heaven. You guys aren't going to heaven. I love you too. You're not going to heaven. I'm going to go wherever you guys are. Patrick, you're going to heaven. I'll I'm see you downstairs, Kev. I'm going to heaven. I don't know. You Either think about, one is okay. I forgot what I was watching, but they're saying like, you, you got to think about who you're going to see in, in heaven. Who are the, you're going to see a whole bunch of uh, uh, uppity motherfuckers, yeah. man, that are trying to Prissies get you to pray the way they and pray. And yuppies Fuck up there here, in heaven. He said, you know, he said, you know, you know what you're going to see in hell? The horse, you know, the drug dealers, all the real all these, the, the 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 fucking gutter people. Man, and they're all going to be getting tortured <laughs> yeah. with uh, here's the thing, flaming <laughs> swords up their butt and uh, lake of fire, man, lake of fire, lake of but, fire. But how often everyone is full of shit. So who really is going to be up there? Yeah. Honestly, I think everybody goes to the same place now regardless of how good or bad you are. Yeah. But, but is it twenty four hours? Much, that's bigger good is stuff. Is it twenty four hours of getting uh, tortured, or is it like? Like a shift, like eight hour shift, and I just clock out. No, with I the think hour it's, break. They say for eternity, so that means nonstop all the time, every day. Then after a while, just gonna be like, eh. Have you watched The Good Place? Yeah, I've seen it. Funny, it. it's funny, and that's exactly how I think hell would be, where it, it continually just gets you, like you forget that you were just in hell. And just, yeah, it's just, you're just constantly going through. Right back in it, man. Start Yo, it up again. That show. Experience all this shit horribly for out the of first every, time all over. But out of every ending of every series that I've ever watched, that show right there, I felt complete watching that. Like how they made like heaven into. <laughs> 
They said the earth is basically you trying to get into heaven. So what they made hell into was like, it's like you you watching your videos, you're watching highlights of you on earth. And you're trying to learn how to be a better human when you when they put you back on earth kind of shit. There was that one guy in every season who constantly goes to hell. Like he's constantly like he's a bad person. And then when he you see him in the classroom and the people from hell are trying to teach him how to be a better person mm-hmm. and he just couldn't see it. He says, You don't see? Like you had you just hold the door for this person. He says, Yeah, but I'm already at the door though. Why do I gotta hold it? It was like that. It was like so fucking funny. I'm already there. in. I don't have to hold the door. They can open up the just door. Just hold themselves. the door. He They're... says, What's two more minutes? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand. I'm like, damn, he's gonna be there for a long fucking time. But you know, in that show they start realizing that oh, the the stats for getting into heaven are completely yeah. yin-yang. Like it's all fucking wonky. So like everybody is in everybody fucking hell. hell, man. More people start going to hell because the things to do to in order to get to heaven were just so You literally just have to be in misery your entire life. Yeah. That's the only way you can get into heaven. Is by being absolutely miserable on the doormat for every single person that's alive. And speaking I'm okay, of, I'm good. Speaking of heaven, She Hulk. The latest episode just came out. It's amazing. I love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. I love it. Because you know what? In heaven, it's all but love, man. I fucking love She-Hulk. Yeah. When she's a She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Okay? Are you don't like it when she's a regular when she's person? A girl? No, I'm joking. She's fucking... She's funny. She's very, very cute. I like I like and, how she... Uh, uh, what's she's that? quick, man. Yeah. She's, she's quick. She's good. I like it. Like, I like the show. Not a lot of people like it. Kevin... He he bailed. He pulled his fucking ripcord. What cord. happened? Why? He's not but, watching. But, but it's not because of specifically that show. I think I we talked about this a couple episodes ago. I think I've re- experienced fatigue with all these Hero super, back-to-back superhero, superhero shows okay. and all these Star Wars shows all happening at the same time that I'm just like, I don't have time to react to anything because a new show has already come yeah. up. And I like I'm, I get that. I'm tired of the, the the blasts and the superheroes and the the lightsabers, the reviews. And that's like why. Us. <laughs> and then oh, but this one is a superhero, but it's like a comedy show, and this one is a superhero, but it's a coming of age drama. And bro, right like right now, my favorite show is Reservation Dogs because it's like no nah, man, it's just fucking people living their lives and like yo, I, but it's not it's just like people living nice their lives. Button. It's fucking people living their lives and having their ancestors come and visit them and tell mm-hmm. them, hey, you need your fucking up, stupid. Yeah. And I like that, and I like it. It's it's like back to simplicity and like simple shit. And but I guess this show is fun. <laughs> no, I, I I enjoy it. Okay, so about the first episode, what'd you like? Um, the first episode, I did like. I liked She Hulk. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I was into it. I was into it from jump. She's thick in all the right places, sir. She's that strong. A fit. That's a fit. Um, I know there was British, a lot of. She's fit. She's fit. The thing about She-Hulk when I first watched that show is that I saw online that there was a lot of hate about like her saying that she's better than than the Hulk and stuff like that. So when I actually watched it, I was like, damn, I don't see any of that. I don't see any of that. Uh, she just she's doing it better than he can because she's like Hulk 2.0. She's Dude, not as strong she's as him. Like, she can change, like hold it midway. I think they did that, that just because of so special funny. effects. I think it's because of money. They that did that was... shit because of money reasons. Okay. Uh, the only thing that I, the only down part of that show that I, I do see is because that shit is way too fucking short. First episode was thirty eight minutes. Second episode was thirty one minutes, and I think that this shit they should at least be pushing an hour, at least an hour because I don't know if they have enough con- content for that. Because no, I they, know that they don't. They, like they don't. the comic book itself, I'm trying to remember about all the comics I read with her. 
And I know it's probably like got a massive comic book. Well, she's lineage, an Avenger. She was uh, an Avenger remember, on the West Coast. I don't remember seeing that comic like everywhere as much as like Superman or as much as uh, as the Hulk or as much as any X Force or any of that shit. I don't really remember too much She Hulk on the shelves when I was a little kid. But the the episodes that I did see, I was like, wow, this is fucking hilarious. I know that I know that uh, she's funny. Man. There was an episode. There was a comic book that. Uh, she basically, like, on the cover, she was dressed in, like, uh, I think the only thing that she had was, like, clouds or something on her. Because she said that, oh, we know that Thought sex clouds. sells. Thought yeah. clouds, yeah. She said, oh, I know that sex sells, <laughs> so this is the only way that I can sell uh, my comic book. So here you go, fellas. Pick me up, kind of stuff. And I know it was, like, a, it was a look like, oh, shame, because this is the only way that you can get into She-Hulk comic books. But uh, I never bought a She-Hulk comic book, but I always thought that, yo, she bad. <laughs> Even as a little kid, I'm like, damn, she bad. Like, she is a female Hulk, a She Hulk. What do you think of the fight scene between uh, the two Hulks? I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was excellent. I thought she, that she it did was things better. Than, she not better different. than. That's the thing. It was just different. Like and Hulk, all you gotta do is one one clap of the hands. It's like an atomic bomb. Yeah, yeah. and she got to do multiple claps. Yeah, that was totally. He was like, fuck. I think God. people just saw it as, oh, she beat him, so she's better than him. How can she be better than him? But me, I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't Hulk. think she's, yeah, she's just another Hulk. Mm. Like, he was holding back, so there's For a possibility sure. that he could, you know, he, he can wreck her if he wasn't holding he back. He was definitely holding back. He was just trying to teach her a lesson, but she was just trying to, she was holding just back. kind of reiterate that, you know, there's the lesson that you're trying to teach me, I don't need. I don't need these things because I already do. I do Pilates. You know what I mean? I do uh, yoga. I do all other kind of stuff. I'm constantly I think it was, it was getting recognizing a lot of like how women have to deal with stressors mm-hmm. and anger and all that. Totally different basis, than men, yeah. right? And like it's true. Like women are totally uh, in, not totally. I'm not going to say they're totally in control of their emotions because y'all ain't. Y'all ain't okay. Mm. However, <laughs> but <laughs> but I feel like in this particular little do. <laughs> This duo uh, <laughs> thing, I, it's obvious that uh-huh. uh, Bruce Banner did not know how to control his emotions remotely. He went from zero to 100. He has what you call it. He has a split personality. Right. Like, he got beat as a little kid by right. his father. So in order to cope with that, he made another personality. Right. So when when things get – when he has these stressors yeah. that, that, that trigger him, he goes into the, the, uh, the Hulk phase. Which he absorbs all that, but Bruce never sees all that. So to Bruce, the world is just like peachy keen. Right. You know what I mean? I'm a good guy. Nobody's mm-hmm. beating me up. But Hulk, I can see why this motherfucker's angry all the time. Because that yo, is the go-to. That's the only world. That's, that's the, the only world he sees. I see anger. That's the only fucking shit. So also, look at like sense. how he was originally exposed to the gamma radiation. It was all involuntary. Yeah. It was panicking. It was all that. So he did it so he can save somebody and else. Hers was. It was after they wrecked. She realized mm-hmm. she was okay, and it was trying to save his life that she was exposed to his blood. Yeah, which I thought was like, oh, that's that's great. And then good. like she got it totally different than him. She got it through his blood, so it was like generally like an up swing when mm-hmm. it was duplicating. Yeah, with him it was all, bam. Yeah. He's fucking... Uh, but now he's not going to be on the show anymore. No. We just saw the last bit of the Hulk, because now this motherfucker is going off-world. Yep. He's yeah. going to deal with some other stuff, yep. which is pretty cool. So do you think that's going to introduce Planet Hulk? Planet Hulk. So, well, some people have been saying that, oh, what they're going to have is maybe we're going to have a, a situation where uh, he might have a kid. Because remember, he was on that planet for two years. Yep. You know, he, he was living in a life of luxury and penthouse. 
mm-hmm. just killing motherfuckers out in the in the gladiator shit. So maybe he's gonna have a kid, so he's gonna be baby daddy Hulk, which is gonna be fucking crazy. But uh Well, you know what I thought was interesting mm. is when uh Thor Ragnarok, when you know, Thor goes to the whatever planet he was on where it was all the black holes. That was the that was the planet where the ship came from. That was supposed to be I think that was they're like doing this weird Amalgamation. Mm, I like it. I like it. I'm digging that Amalgamation? word. Amalgamation. Amalgamation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where, because uh, there was a movie, an animated movie that was Planet Hulk, mm-hmm. and the ruler of that planet was very similar to uh, that. That's what that Jeff uh, Goldblum's character, yeah. right? So, like that planet is probably going to be Planet Hulk, but he doesn't stay there. He leaves, so Planet Hulk never happens. Unless but he goes I think back. that. He's going back with this spaceship because he said uh, in the oh. first episode, he said, uh, he said, yeah, the, uh, it was a spaceship that had a distress signal. I got to check that out later. Oh. And then they start talking about uh, She-Hulk and the whole situation. But in this episode two, he's on the spaceship talking to her. Yep. And by the way, he just he just, just hangs up the fucking phone. They the phone call. <laughs> so, okay, Which is well, disrespectful. That was disrespectful. Was it was disrespectful. No buy or anything. Just boom. And he's yeah. just gone. But, like, I'm going to be gone for a while. Boom. That was it. I'm talking about that T-Mobile bill is going to be out of this fucking world. <laughs> Literally. But uh, so that shit happens. And um, what other thing comes up in conversation what, 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 uh, what, uh, was the people that the Hulk fought, that, that guy, the abomination. I know. When he starts saying that, oh, no, man. Um, it's the super, super juice. It was all it was the ju- shit they were pumping And with. he wanted to be like. I know. He wanted Get to be like of, Captain America. I want to just go out and live. Bro. I was like, nah. I'm like, Fuck no, this that, guy's dude. a bad that guy. That guy's bad, man. He's not, bro. Think about what he was saying. He's bad news, man. If somebody in the military tells you. They show him his character before he gets all the juice pumped into him, and he was a bit of a what? Piece of shit. But did you see the, but did you get the joke that they were trying to, so basically they're, they're talking about how he's a completely new person, and mm-hmm. it, was a, it, was a, it was a reference to. The fact that Hulk was originally um, a bad guy. No, but no, now no. He's a... no, no, no. The, oh, the Edward Norton. Edward Norton, <laughs> and now it's Mark Ruffalo. He's a new person. I did get that. That, that, riff. that was the I joke. I did get that. Yeah. I did get that. And that they asked Edward funny. Norton. They showed him the clip, and they were like, "What do you think?" He's like, "No, nah, that was actually really good. That's really funny." That's that was funny. the point. It's... Yeah, I don't think Edward Norton. I mean, he did a great part when he did the. Nobody the likes Hulk. Mark Ruffalo. We we discussed that in the past. You don't like Mark Ruffalo? No. I thought he's pretty good, man. I, I like think, him as Big Hulk. No, I don't Hulk. think people like Mark Ruffalo as an actor. Why? Period. Why not? What's the problem with him? Give me a movie that you like him in. Uh, that you like him being him. What's the one with him and uh, yeah, that exactly. chick, the girl? Oh, that one? <laughs> Renee Zellweger? Nope. It was a pretty girl from Sweet Home Alabama. Um, Witherspoon? Reese Witherspoon. Is, it, is that who it is? She's gorgeous. What uh, movie yeah. are you talking about, though? It's like uh, Spirits in San Francisco or uh, He's that a Ghost. Like a, that sounds like a... He's a ghost or she's a ghost and he's living in her apartment and it's like a real nice romantic love story. It's very pretty. Spotlight? It's supposed to take place <laughs> in San Francisco. <laughs> it's with the Golden spotlight. Gate Bridge. They both... Uh, what the fuck is it, man? It doesn't matter. Uh, what about the 13 over 30? 13 going on 30? That was another beautiful one. Was well, he was in uh, Eternal Gardner. Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I don't remember him. He, oh, he was a scientist. He was the one that was racing all the brains. I definitely like Edward Norton more as the Hulk. I don't know. I don't know. I think he could play another character probably much better. Mark Ruffalo, to me, is not a character actor. He's just the same guy in every movie, and he's just reading lines. He, 
in this in this Hulk, he he's literally trying to be funny, and he's not funny. Like, I can see his, his jokes don't hit. I can like, see he can't, that. He can't. He can't. He can't do it. Okay, like, I'll, I'll I'll agree with you that he is the same person. I did love the fact that uh, with Edward Norton's Hulk. Um, they were using some inspiration from the old TV show, like him walking in the rain, yep. sad, like like he has this internal battle. It was all too the emo. Time. It was too emo. It was still as bad as the first Eric Bana Hulk. You know, they were no, still very bad. Dude, they were still no. very. It was too dark. No. They were like, we can't have Hulk all dark and mopey and shit. We gotta have an uppity who's the boss. Uh, but that fucking battle with Abomination was fantastic, yeah. though, man. Nobody gets Dude, the, the fact boss. that he like, took... You haven't seen battles like that with Mark Ruffalo, yeah. only in the, event of the first Avengers movie. First Avengers movie. That was it. First Avengers movie. It, the Hulk yeah. was the rawest <laughs> motherfucker. I don't care. Thor, any of these fuckers. Superman, okay? Mm. Superman could not have taken on the fucking Hulk of the first Avengers. No fucking way. I'm putting it here. No fucking way. He wasn't even, he wasn't even using weapons yet. Okay, he was just demolishing massive sky elephant sea whales. You know what I mean? But I think, I, but I think uh, Marvel, I, and I talked about this in the last episode. Like Marvel didn't want to do that anymore. Of like, okay, our superheroes are going to be leveling cities. Like, let's leave that just to the villains. And our good guys really need to look and act like good guys. Like there was a. So basically, I think what happened was Man of Steel got so much backlash with the fact that Superman was destroying the city himself. And that movie came out around the same time as Avengers Age of Ultron. Okay. Which in that in that movie you see Hulk going against the Hulkbuster and like they're destroying an entire city. And a lot of people were complaining, like, yo, if you think about it, these good guys are just as bad as the bad guys because they're fucking destroying homes. Somebody did like a, a think piece saying how much money they spent, like how much money is gonna be lost with the city in uh, the Superman movie and how many lives have been lost. And it was like, it was racking up to like billions of dollars lost and millions of lives lost. Bro, it doesn't matter. He was trying to save the fucking world. People, wake the fuck up. This is Superman saving your fucking world. And then yeah, you're complaining about a fucking that. city. Fuck off. Grow up. But the old Superman was able to save the world without yeah. all that destruction. The old Superman looked like shit. A fucking skeleton and a fucking hey, blue. Christopher it's... Reeve, bro. You don't talk Yo, shit I'm about I'm surprised he didn't Reeve, die off that fucking horse uh, accident. <laughs> oh. God damn, bro. Wow. It's the dude. wine and that fucking magic mind. <laughs> <laughs> and then that became the inspiration of uh, Captain America: Civil War. It was like it was it was a conflict yeah, the, between who the, wants to agree Yacobian with the records. government and who doesn't want to agree. Was it Yakovian records? Yakovia. No, no, no. Sokovia. 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 That was the name of the place. Yeah. yeah. That's why they all had to get locked up in that maximum prison. Yeah. <laughs> so I think ever since then, uh, Disney was just like, okay, we're gonna make our Hulk smart, articulate, and. But to me, it's like it dumbed down all the action. Like you haven't seen him be that badass. Since. Yeah, the, the thing that that uh, I needed to have a button on the Hulk is I just wanted him to just square up with Thanos in the last movie, and he never did. Never he did. Never he bitched did. the fuck did, out. But it's because me. he continually got they they tried to justify it in the movies. Yeah, they were saying that because he already got beat once. He was like, you know. No, I wanted Already him to square up with him. Even if it was Smart Hulk, I wanted the, the, the fight to be, like, more methodical. Like, oh, I, you may be stronger than me, but you know what? If I hit you here with all my might here, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to fuck you up there. That shit didn't happen. They didn't even see each other. Hulk which from— was, It pissed me off, man. The Hulk from the uh, the first one, the assembly— uh, 
Avengers Assemble, right? Or whatever the fuck. What's the hell it's called? Avengers. Yeah. The Hulk from the Avengers, when he got lit up with all the bullets, mm. did he or did he not swole up? He got bigger. Every time somebody was, like, fucking with him, no, that was he in got the first, bigger uh, and bigger and bigger. No, man. When he was in the fucking, the flying uh, airport, when he was trying to get Black Widow. Yeah, Black the, Widow, the first Avengers. Yeah, yeah. They, they lit him the fuck up. And he just got fucking, he got swole. He couldn't contain himself in that fucking. I think it was just making him angrier. All right. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I don't know if it got. I don't know if he got bigger. Because I know that that happened in the what, what's that Ang Air Lee Banner? the Air, the Ang Lee movie. Uh, his thing was that because I remember that uh, the more you shoot him, the more he, he starts to get gets, real big. Because there yeah. was one point where there was a dog that was biting his shoulder. Yes, and he just looked at the dog and then just pop flexed, pop that he, shit, he killed the broke dog the just by dogs broke his fucking. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and you know what? That yeah, man. okay. So if they were to intertwine that Hulk with that kind of persona. Nobody, nobody but liked with that movie, Mark man. Ruffalo so as twice. the actor, but you don't think the Eric Bana one was really like depressing? It was super dark. Yo, it was super, dark. Uh, super dark. If Josh, it was just lightened up the you fucking just hit the dogs, button? yeah. They had Hulk dogs, man. I think something's gonna happen in uh, in this She Hulk TV show that has something to do with that. Because you remember where. Uh, uh, Bruce said that, yeah, your your blood, uh, it could basically turn anybody into a Hulk in a way. So he destroyed it. He destroyed that blade. All the samples. Yeah. yeah, he said, yo, we can't let that shit get, get out to anybody. They they lightly touched on that, but I have a feeling like this shit's going to happen in there. And uh, Jamal, uh, what's her name? The one who plays the, she's an influencer, the superhero influencer. I don't think she's a superhero. But she, you know, she's the one who popped up in episode one, and then she got her ass ragdoll. You mean the girl that's from also uh, The Good Place? Yeah, from The Good Place. Her. You know she ripped her asshole on that scene, right? <laughs> she did something. She injured what? her asshole. Yeah. She, what'd you call it? <laughs> she ripped? Not ripped it. Let me take that back. Oh, she's Redact beautiful. Okay, she's beautiful. She was also in uh, The girl, the New Girl. Wasn't that the best nah. friend of The New Girl? Nah. No, nah, that's not her. That that's is not her. her. No, nah, that's not her. That, that's but not she, Zoe Deschanel's best friend nah. in the New Girl. No, that's not her. That is, I know that because I, I watch New Girl uh, religiously. But uh, Zoe Deschanel, you're my secret favorite. But you know, does it bother? Does it bother anyone that they still haven't answered that question of, yo, what happened to that guy at the end of The Incredible Hulk? That was like basically they were teasing he was going to be a villain. He's supposed to be the, the, the scientist, dad. the mind Remember, guy. He had yeah. a drop of Hulk's blood yeah. fall into his cut, and then his brain started like moving and growing. He's supposed, he to, was be supposed to play um, the mind guy, Brainiac. No, not Brainiac. That's DC Comics. But they were they were kind of hinting like, oh, he's going to be the new villain now, and he's supposed to be this super genius, and they never touched upon it again. And which movie was this on? In Edward Norton's Incredible Hulk. When um, Hulk well, maybe goes they're off. gonna maybe they're gonna introduce those characters because, like you know, the bad guys of every of the Hulk movies, they were really fucking good, right? Like the dad of the first movie with Eric Bana, he was horrible, was he not? Nick Nolte, yeah. He was horrible, fucking mean motherfucker. I love that. Here right? you go. I found the 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 second movie with Edward Norton was Abomination, which they're bringing back now in She Hulk. I think that uh, that that doctor that you were talking about, mm-hmm. that was in the first movie. That wasn't in the that wasn't in the the Edward Norton movie, was it? It was in the Edward Norton movie. Yes. Oh, so maybe they might bring it back. 
How many moves that went on did they have? So, oh, he's no, supposed to be one. the leader. That's his name. The leader. The leader. Because I remember from the cartoon, he says, so says the leader. He used to say this. Yeah, here's the, what you call it. Jamal <laughs> Jamali, she, uh, uh, She-Hulk attorney at law role led to some, un- uh, un- uh, un- oh my God, uncomfortable <laughs> injuries in unimaginable places. The 36-year-old actress told Entertainment Tonight at the Hollywood California Disney Plus premiere on MCU show on Monday that she did her own stunts as Tatiana, a social media influencer with superhuman strength who ended up as She-Hulk's rival. She, yeah, she injured her butthole. She injured her butthole during She-Hulk stunts. So the the stunt that happened in the, what you call it, the courtroom, she injured her butthole, which is to me is like, how, bro? It must have been when she landed on the desk. I could see that probably hurting uh, inappropriately. I think when she did the slide, when she slide to the wall. When she kicked that's her. That's all butthole. That's all butthole on the ground if you ain't got no cheeks. Imagine if something sharp was there. So it'll cut her asshole. You probably have to <laughs> to bleep this out. They have but to do I stitches? pull a muscle in my a-hole. Oh, she, she put added. a groin muscle in her ass. I didn't know that was possible. Super uh, inadvertently sexy. No? <laughs> Am I the only one that's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> she said she told the publishers. <laughs> Who is who's uh, who's who's standing right next to her? <laughs> I cut my That's ass a, off. Like, what? I think I I think I pulled muscle in my butthole. No, you didn't. So going back to Ain't that no way. The, <laughs> that scene from The Incredible Hulk, Tim Blake plays Samuel Stearns, the cellular biologist who develops a possible antidote to Banner's condition. Towards the end of the film, Stearns is exposed to some subs, some substance that begins his transformation into the leader. The actor signed on to reprise that role, but we never saw anything come out of it. Yet. Because they're bringing back this guy, Abomination, that was in a totally different fucking but movie like, than... But, than like, uh, but then the question, they have to answer the question, what the fuck has he been up to this entire time? Like, it's been a decade, over a decade. And now he got a big, he had a Hulk brain now. He's but, got a Hulk brain. But imagine he's the one that's like stirring all this shit with everything. All this underlying, they're like, who the hell's doing all this? WandaVision, right? Oh, they they, <laughs> they announced they announced the director of that show is going to be the new director for the new uh, Fantastic Four. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, with Fantastic Four, I'm going to go and probably say a solid pass. Why? I think they've be done a it so show. many fucking times, man. I'm, yeah, I'm but done this is this I'm is an MCU version. This is an MCU version. This is not based on uh, like. Fox. Fox is not doing this. This is all MCU. If they got so the might same be stupid fucking outfits with the four on it, it's going to be fucking ridiculous. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm solid. Jessica Alba is the only invisible woman that I want to see. Invisible. Uh, I, think they could, I, I think they could do better. Who are they yeah. getting? God, that shit was so anybody. cheesy. It was. It was Bro, horrible. They can literally Why did they anybody? dye her hair? Why did they dye her Cause hair? Because they wanted her to see more they white wanted, passing. They wanted to stick true to the comic book. Yeah. She's a blonde with blue eyes. Then yeah. they should have fucking found a blonde with blue Thank eyes. Thank you. I've been saying that since like, day fucking why one. Are, why why you... are they so obsessed with making these people look completely fucking fake? You can see that she's album, wearing contacts. Bro. You can see that she has her dyes, her hair dyed, or wearing a wig. Probably a wig. God Jessica bless Alba, bro. She was She was on top of the world at the time. Her and that... Uh, I'm sorry. I think her underwear that she was wearing, that was not business attire. Bra and panties. What do you mean? When she got naked. I mean, invisible on the bridge. 
<laughs> that bra and panty kind of combination. That was not business. It's not. I think it was just comfortable. She felt comfortable in that. No, outfit. I think it was a little sexy. That's what I think. Uh, you watch the movie and let us know what you think in the comments below. Jessica Alba. What is she doing now? Being a billionaire somewhere Somewhere I'm not, that I'm not? Yeah, she's married likely. to uh, Paul Walker. What? <laughs> you know what else? You know what else reminds me of marriage? <laughs> Fool's gold. What? You know what else reminds me of marriage and Jessica Alba? Jail? Oppenheimer trailer just dropped. And <laughs> Yo, these transitions, bro. Like John Mayer. Like John Mayer saying that uh, Jessica Simpson's uh, sex is napalm. So you're going to go ahead and say Jessica Did Alba really? is absolute uh, nuclear blast? Yeah. I so Oppenheimer, the trailer dropped uh, earlier this month or earlier last month. It looks great. Welcome to September, everybody. And um, it's by Christopher Nolan. And this is Christopher Nolan's first movie done outside of the Warner Brothers franchise, correct? Correct. So he's going to show out because uh, this is a Universal picture. And Universal, they basically just gave that guy the green light to do whatever the fuck he wants, right? Pretty much. Uh, So basically what happened was... um, Christopher Nolan was in was in talks of making this movie. Um, he's had a long contract with Warner Brothers. Um, he's worked with Warner Brothers like the past, what, five, six, seven films. Um, they've always been good to him. But then all of a sudden, under their new leadership, you know, they announced, oh, you know, we're going to release our movies on streaming the same exact time as we released them in theaters. All They started making all these back-to-back decisions that he was completely against. Um, so he criticized, uh, Warner brothers and HBO. He left the company and was like, all right, I, I, I'm up for grabs guys. And of course, you know, the biggest movie company other than Disney is, uh, universal. And then they reached out to him and said, look, we are the most powerful global movie production company. You know, if you come with us, we're going to give you complete freedom. So why don't you come on over? He came, you know, he went on over. Oppenheimer is going to be coming out next uh, year, July 21st, 2023. And I'm super excited because with Warner Brothers, they gave him the opportunity to do something big with all of his movies in Dunkirk. Bro, this guy sunk actual world, uh, world War planes, not replicas, like the actual planes, like destroyed them. They gave him the ability to do that. Um they didn't have to. Just thinking about it. I know, man. They were nice planes. And they just like fucking. Bro, that's the thing. Like, you think about it and you think of like, I'm not a historian or anything like that. But if I was, I'd be like, yo, you guys don't have to do this. You have like. <laughs> There's you, tons of computer graphics that you guys could you, use. You can do like fucking paper mache or Model something. Model planes. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Why, why would you want to sink the real or thing? Like, real because you can. down. Yeah. He, he, whoever he has speaking with these people to give him authorization to do that shit. I want to know who, it's who fucking is nuts, man. who is the magic fucking words. Is it coming from him or is it coming from? Like, I think it's a blank check. A fucking. It has to be a blank a check. Solid homie that just knows exactly. I don't what think. To say. I don't think. I don't think he really needs to pitch. His name is the pitch. His name is the pitch. He. I agree. His, like his name has become synonymous with yo. If he's coming out with a movie, it's it's an event. What yeah. movie did that for him? What movie did that for him? To, uh, the to, Dark Knight. Was really? the Dark Knight? The Dark Knight. I thought Inception. 
I was thinking. But remember, Inception, Inception came out afterwards. The Dark Knight, yeah. The Dark Knight was like the first billion dollar making superhero movie. So after that, it was all downhill. After yeah. that, it was because he didn't make a lot of money on Batman Begins. No, I to me, it felt like I was the only person who liked that movie, but nobody was talking about it. It was a Dark Knight came out, and it was like it was a totally the 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 Everything. the the joy that came out from people watching the Dark Knight was totally different than Batman Begins, bro. And there was so much hate on the on the the beginning of Dark Knight. Motherfuckers did not want Heath Ledger to be the Joker at all because so people crazy. were saying like the guy from Ten Things I Hate About You, uh, A Nice Tale, which I was in the background saying, "Damn, I like those movies, man." I do too. <laughs> I, I like those goddamn movies. And they was like, that guy, you want him? The guy who was from uh, Dogtown Z Boys? Y'all want him to a be? Brothers Grimm? A Brothers was Grimm? He really in Brothers Grimm? Yeah, Grimm. he was one of the brothers. Him and Matt Damon. Damn, I, I totally forgot about that. Unlikely movie. duo. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I thought that movie was Broke Back excellent. Mountain? No, I think that Broke was Broke Back Mountain. No, no, that was. Yeah, him and Jake He Jones. took and it he did in all the, that uh, shit. Was he the. Uh, there was a Broke Back Mountain reference in uh, fucking uh, Euphoria. Yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, oh, oh it broke back. <laughs> so that was pretty fucking movie. funny, man. Good movie. Yeah, but so so that shit happened, and I mean, we got like one of the best. Some people might say the best Joker. Uh, radi- uh, radiation, radiation, Riddich, Rudolph, Rudolph the Red Nose. Variation, <laughs> variations of Joker ever. Yeah, but played by Heath Ledger. But that was great. I think it was I. It was mid. But the thing was, it's always been like an event. It was, and, yeah. and it, what's crazy is that he does very little to make these movies and they become global phenomenons. Like the Dark Knight was all in camera, very little special effects. Very, he was like, no, the biggest moment is going to be we flip an 18 wheeler. And they did it. They flipped an 18-wheeler in the middle of the movie, and which was, was incredible. it was fucking amazing. I but never like, thought that was possible. But you see, like, what they did with the Avengers and all these other movies. And, like, he did so much less than that. And it was still a global yeah. phenomenon. Same thing with Inception. Majority of that movie was done in camera. The only big visual effect shot was when they flipped the city right. upside down. But other than that, the hallway scenes, all of that were old camera Just tricks from the 70s. Yeah. Um, and Even then Interstellar. Interstellar. Dude, they, they... Wow. Yeah. Interstellar and Hathaway revealed that a lot of those scenes where they're floating in the spaceship, she's standing on one foot. That's all it is. She bent over and was standing on one foot and just doing this a majority of the time. The shots where you see them, like, looking out the window or whatever, the spaceship, he used a movie screen. They didn't use any CGI for outside space. Like, they they built the spaceship in front of a movie screen. Yeah, his practicality is play, you know, off the fucking... Off the fucking charts. Tenet. Tenet was, no, we're going to shoot this movie, and then we're just going to play in reverse. He had people learn how to fight backwards. Yeah, it's crazy. Remember that shit. I remember that. So now I'm thinking, like, okay, this is going to be another serious biographical film, kind of like Dunkirk. Um, But those explosion scenes, it's going to be explosions. I think he's just going to use footage that they already have. Because, you know, like, there's a bunch of footage that the go- U.S. government do doesn't release. The person who you're thinking of who does that is... Uh, Michael Bay? Mike, not Michael Bay. Uh, Jerry Bruckheimer. He's the one who does that, right? He has his movie that that they... Re- no, Michael Bay does use his clips from other movies. Yeah, but yeah, I'm talking about them. He's going to use he, clips from what's the, the, other like, movie the National that has Archives. Obi-Wan. He's going to use that, but, dude, it's... You know he's gonna do something epic. Like he's gonna do something big. He has to flip an eighteen wheeler. So yeah. what is gonna be the eighteen? wheeler? It's gonna be the explosion. 
my bet is that it's going to be the fucking atom bomb going off. It's going to either be the test or it's going to be when it hits Hiroshima. Now, another in thing. In color. Now, keep in mind, Christopher Nolan loves IMAX. He loves IMAX cameras. I do think oh, he's going to put an IMAX camera in the middle of a set and just blow it up. And you're going to see just like the force and fire coming towards the camera lens in slow motion, like in high speed slow motion and you're like is it gonna be rated pg as well or probably pg-13 his PG movies 13? are usually pg-13 so we might gonna see this bomb explode i think but to see that I think force we, on the imax screen like i think we were talking about when we left up. the movie the whole movie's gonna be in black and white but when that bomb explodes it's gonna be in color and you think every action after the bomb i think and i think color. you're right because if you look at the trailer Everything is in black and white except when they cut to the those flames. flames. Yeah. So like all of this is black and white. Smoking weed. Look at that. He has his pipe. Mm-hmm. But in every it. time they cut to this fire and the ember and all that, it's in color. It's in color. I think you're absolutely right. I think so that's everything's going to be, yeah. So everything's going to be that. in black Fuck. and white except this explosion. Which, which if you're watching something that's in black and white and then you just get a fucking flash of color, it's just going to be fucking like vibrant. Vibrant. Yeah, super vibrant. Yeah, it's going to be fucking amazing. It's like the transition from in The Wizard of Oz to go from black and white to color when he's in, uh, yeah. in Oz. When she's in Oz, yeah. <laughs> it, it's... It, 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 it's a good, it's a good thing. I'm looking forward to it. I wonder how, uh, how in depth they're going to get with as far as all the secrecy and uh, all these mo- moving mathematicians and parts, like how they all didn't know what the fuck they were working on. They had a general idea, but they didn't know. They kept everything secret, separate. Nobody was allowed to talk to each other. Yeah. I wonder what they're. Are they just going to get on? I mean, it's named Oppenheimer, so it's just going to be his viewpoint, his. The way I, because it's Christopher Nolan, I have a feeling that because he likes to do things unconventionally, I don't think it's going to be like his whole story of how he developed all the math equations and all that. I have a feeling, I have a prediction, and I could be wrong. I have a feeling this is going to be like, I think, the day before the explosion. Like that pressure, that suspense, that, that anticipation the whole movie is just going to be that, like, leading up to right. this is it. And I think that's why the trailer has that countdown. Like, I was like going to ask gonna... you because I remember you told me a while ago that his main thing is time, yeah. right? So what thing do you think he's going to be dealing with with time? You think it's going to be that clock? You think it's going to be a ticking sound? It could be a, a combination of the doomsday clock mixed in with, oh, okay, we're T-minus three hours, the bomb is going off. Like, I don't know. It's that... I know that he loves that that anticipation, like something's building, something's building, something's oh, yeah, building. Yeah, I can't wait. That's that's gonna be. But I, I do, know. I do hope that he does touch upon, because I know, I know, Oppenheimer, like after the bomb and after Hiroshima and all that, like he had this deep regret, like oh my god, look at what I've done, like I'm, yeah, I'm the destroyer of worlds, like right. I've become that person, and I hope he does touch upon that too, like that regret, that guilt, that depression, that. I've realized that, oh, shit, like, I'm actually the one that's going to be destroyed. The reason, it's my reason, like, why the world ends. I am doomed. Also, I, but I think also the yeah, betrayal the he felt, because I think he also felt betrayed. I think he, like, they kept telling him, like, no, 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 what you're doing is protecting the country. Like, we're doing this to defend ourselves. 
and really it wasn't to defend ourselves. It was to show our authoritarian, like our strength, like, no, no, we're on top of everyone. And then he kind of felt like a different way after that. Like, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. He was manipulated by powerful people that had that know how to manipulate. I mean, politicians, if there's one thing they know how to do, it's manipulate individuals to do what they want. Right. Yeah. And he, I mean, at the same time, yeah, he feels bad. Oh, I feel bad. But it's like, dude, you had all these months <laughs> to feel bad and, and really mull over. Like there was multiple. You ever seen people fucking warning these scientists that are working on it that you're going to ignite the fucking atmosphere and the entire world is going to be engulfed in flame. Mm-hmm. Like that was a real worry that yeah. scientists had that if you fucking like do this bomb test, it's going to ignite the fucking thing. And do you know what's really interesting? The bomb they dropped on uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, mm. those bombs are nowhere near the strength of bombs that we have today. Nowadays, yeah. Like, our weakest bomb is hundreds of times stronger than the bombs they dropped on those two cities. And there was two bombs dropped, not one. Yeah. Americans wake up. And I have to say, that's a bomb of an information that you just dropped on us right now. Yeah. With that bomb of information, um, I got something else that's a bomb. Back to school has just started. And... Mm. We need to give our top 10 school movies of all time. What a segue. School movies. School movies of all time. What does this should mean I, like? Should, uh, should we? Plug in the light again? Or? Should, we, or should we just call it? Yeah, I want to just call it. We say that for or another time. Or just name one, one movie. Okay. Nah, but, nah, bro. That's... All right, I say fucking end it, man. We talked Let's a just lot. end it. We, we, yo, because it says 48 minutes, but then we did another 48 minutes prior. So that's already like And the light's too. like, hey, time to say yeah. goodbye. This so is, let me uh, just play us out with a little something, something. Nice read. Play us out with that saying, soul. Soul's a soul? Yeah. episode i've been pat and this is kev this is josh and we've been us y'all be y'all hope everybody had a ball catch you next week